Thank you for downloading this edition of Wartime. Remember, as always, Wartime is fully supported by contributions from listeners like you. For more information, please visit wartimepodcast.com. I hope you enjoy the program. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Wartime. I'm your host, Brady Kreitzer. In Season 3 of the series, we're discussing the American Revolutionary Era, the people, places, and ideas that defined it, and the political ideologies that gave rise to the world's first truly modern republic. As always, remember, history is best when it's shared, and you can follow me on Twitter, at Brady Kreitzer, on my author's website, bradykreitzer.com, and your home for everything wartime on the web, wartimepodcast.com. Here in week 11, we're a little beyond the halfway point of season 3 of wartime, and I think we're getting into some of the very important details of the American Revolution. We've spent a great deal of time dealing with the lead-up to the war itself, which, in my opinion, I think is much more important to understanding the causes of the conflict than the conflict itself. And we're continuing now with our discussion year by year of the emerging revolution, how it changes, how it evolves, and how it uh, really shifts from a very weak attempt uh, to a very powerful political statement over time. At this point, again, a little over the halfway point, I'd like to use this episode very briefly to kind of catch you up on things. Call it the uh, mid-season break. In the interest of full disclosure, uh, we will be taking a break until about January 1st uh, or so. We're going to enjoy the holidays. Uh, I'm going to finish up a lot of these episodes, but uh, we do have about a four-week to five-week break ahead of us. So a little heads up for that. Wartime is not going away. It's just on a temporary hiatus. But I think at this point in the season, a lot of exciting things are happening. A lot of exciting things that are happening in my life, which I'd like to share with you. And a lot of exciting things that are happening in the, uh, in the, in the season as a whole. First of all, uh, I do have an announcement to make uh, regarding the future uh, of wartime. Uh, and the announcement is this. I was told to keep this secret. Uh, only to tell close friends, but you're listening to this, uh, so I consider all of you to be my colleagues uh, and friends. Uh, Believe it or not, our little podcast is growing. Uh, I've recently uh, began filming a cable series that will air on the Pennsylvania Cable Network. Don't worry, I'll distribute it over the podcast feed as well. Uh, That's going to be called Battlefield Pennsylvania, and it's going to feature prominent battlefields all throughout the state of Pennsylvania, some well-known like Gettysburg, uh, some not so much, particularly dealing with the American Revolution and the Seven Years' War. And we'll go on location to these sites, we'll film, I'll be interviewing uh, prominent historians who either work at these sites and work to promote these sites, or academic scholars, and academic scholars in some cases, we have two people interviewing at a time, uh, who has spent their career studying these very pivotal events. So in the interest of full disclosure, again, only to my closest friends, part of this uh, few-week hiatus for wartime is that I'm now not only recording this podcast, uh, but I'm also filming on location all across the state of Pennsylvania, which is not easy. Uh, One of the 
one of the great things about the Northeast uh, is that you have these very small states with a lot of very important history very close together until you get to Pennsylvania, uh, and it's very, very big. If you live in Texas, forget about it. It's much bigger than that. But Pennsylvania is quite, quite wide east to west. So I'll be spending a lot of time on the road these next few weeks filming those episodes. Again, they will be distributed. Uh, by myself over the podcast feed, but they will air on the Pennsylvania Cable Network, and they'll start in the summer of 2015. So uh, I was told to keep it on the down low. I'll only share it with my closest friends. Um, The other news I have is that I'm also finishing a book, uh, and that's something I haven't really done a lot on the wartime podcast is, is plug my own books. Uh, but I guess, you know, why not? It's my podcast and you're listening. So clearly, uh, you care about this history as much as I do. I'm just finishing my latest book due for publication in the spring of 2015, tentatively called Hessians, Mercenaries, Rebels, and the War for British North America. That'll be published in hardback nationwide uh, by Westholm Publishing. So uh, as we get closer to the release date, we'll do a little more publicity for that. I'll keep you abreast on appearances uh, in and around uh, the American uh, uh, East Coast, I guess, as we get closer to it. But I'm finishing that. I'm editing that right now. But we're looking at a spring release for Hessians. That's a project I'm really excited about. Think about the, the size of the American Revolution, everything we've talked about. Think about how we talk about it as a society, how we collectively think about it as a whole. In that whole story, one of the things I love about it is that we think it's so familiar But in reality, it's a very complicated, very nuanced subject with so many tiny strands that go throughout it. The Hessians, the German auxiliaries uh, from the six respective nations of the Holy Roman Empire recruited by the British, are a big part of that story. But believe it or not, in the last hundred years, I think there's only been something like five or six books ever written about them. And many of them are so specific uh, that they don't have a real practical application for a larger general audience. So I hope that Hessians fills that void in the scholarship. I hope that it brings some attention to the history we care about so much. And I hope it gets, quite frankly, some podcast listeners, because I'm very proud to say uh, our download count is growing. Every week, more and more people are joining the historical conversation. Now that you've listened to Wartime, and again, some of you have been around from the beginning. We're almost 45 episodes in, and I'm very proud of that. But I do have some favors to ask you. One of them is that, and I always hate when podcasts do this, but now I know why they do. If you have a chance, go to the iTunes store and rate this podcast. Give it one star. Give it five stars. I mean, really be honest. But the more people that rate it, the more visibility it gets. Because quite frankly, I listen to a lot of historical podcasts, and many of them are quite lacking, uh, to be fair. Uh, And I won't say which ones. But also, many of them are much more highly listened to than ours. So the more you rate the podcast, the more listeners we'll get, the more visibility we get. Uh, It'll be a big help for uh, the story moving forward. So again, looking at what's ahead here in Season 3 of Wartime, we'll have a break until about the 1st of 2015. We're going to move into the year 1777 and see a major shift 
uh, in how the British uh, will fight this war. Uh, we'll move ahead to 1778, and we'll see the shift to the South in the American Revolution in many ways. We'll go to 1779, 1780, 81, and 82, and see and talk about the terrible Indian War. That really is the American Revolution in the West. We have a lot of ground to cover. But again, this is just a small catch-up for you. Uh, we'll do our holiday break. It's been a busy time, uh, and I'm very happy to say, historically, things have never been better. As always, if you have any questions, if you have any comments, uh, constructive or otherwise, please do not hesitate to visit the website, wartimepodcast.com, bradykreitzer.com, or on Twitter. You can search for Wartime Podcast. You can search for my uh, handle, at Brady Kreitzer. I always love to hear from you and anyone who tell you uh, from the emails I've got from places like China, from places like the UK, from places as far and as distant as California. Uh, I do answer emails back very quickly, so please do it. I'm always open to talk a little shop. Anyway, have a great holiday season. Uh, I do have three books available right now if you're looking for that perfect present. Uh, Gaia Sutta and the Fall of Indian America. You can buy that on Amazon.com or in bookstores nationwide. Telling the story of the Seven Years' War, the American Revolution, and the birth of the United States from the Indian perspective. I have Fort Pitt. A Frontier History, which came out in 2012, which tells the story of the great investment that was the most expensive fort ever built by the British Empire in North America, the mighty Fort Pitt, the gateway to the West. Incidentally, that was taken over by the Americans about uh, 18 years after it was completed uh, and used as the American base of operations in the American Revolution. So that's a great one I'm very proud of as well. And Major Washington's Pittsburgh. Don't be deceived by the title. This is the only book on the market that talks about George Washington's very first mission as a young British major uh, in its entirety. His 1753 mission to Fort Leboeuf, he almost dies twice. He's really a nobody at the time, but because of who he does become, I think this is a much more compelling story than we think. So those three books, Gaia Sutta and the Fall of Indian America, Fort Pitt, A Frontier History, and Major Washington's Pittsburgh are all available online and in bookstores. If you buy it from my website, bradykreitzer.com, I'll even sign it for you. Uh, so that's maybe a plus. I don't know. You can get it for about the same price. Anyway, as I've said, it's been great working with you. Uh, it's been great speaking to you every week. We will be back in January. So no worries, but have a great holiday season. Uh, if you have any book recommendations, uh, I'd like to uh, hear them from you. I have one before we go, and I promise I'm not being paid for this. Uh, there's a new book that's recently come out by a historian named Eric Nelson, and the book is called The Royalist Revolution, Monarchy and the American Founding. And it does a really good job of showing how history is not about finding something new, but more often than not, it's about looking at something old in a new way. That book, uh, The Royalist Revolution, kind of talks about how the Founding Fathers viewed the uh, monarchy of England. And the basic argument is that the people like John Adams and George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, these framers of the American nation, if you would, really didn't have as much a beef with the crown, that is the king himself, the monarchy, as we thought. Their real problem was with... Parliament. Uh, 
He argues, uh, Eric Nelson in this book, uh, that in many, many ways, the Founding Fathers were encouraging King George to gain more power, to sort of usurp more power from Parliament that he's lost, to go back to a more traditional monarchy. And in that way, America would flourish more. Again, their issue is not with the King, but with Parliament. It's making some serious waves in the field. It's the newest scholarship. It just came out on October 6th, and it's a, a sort of a must-read. And I think if this podcast has any purpose, uh, it's to uh, kind of fill you in on some of the new news we have that you're dealing with. There's one more book I'll mention. I could do this all day, uh, but it's one that I found to be very useful. Uh, it's a fun book. Uh, it's called Special Operations in the American Revolution. It's by Robert Tonsetic, and it's published by... Casemate Publishing. Uh, what special operations during the American Revolution by Robert Tonsetic talks about uh, are these sort of specific uh, individualized case studies of very small sort of um, almost insurgent tactics used by different uh, patriot forces throughout the war. Uh, and they cover all sorts of ground, everywhere from the Bahamas to the American South, North and South Carolina, uh, to New York and New Jersey. So I would recommend those two books just for some my, to my fellow faculty members out there, uh, just to some, uh, for some December break reading, or for anyone. And those are both fairly cheap books, but I think uh, they're, they're fun books. One is a must-read, and one I think was also very informative. So, have a great break. We'll see you in January. I'm Brady Kreitzer, and this is Wartime.